Hello, and welcome to a very special best of episode of the Apolog podcast. Some of you might know that I've been pretty busy. I've been trying to do this charity ride, and I did it last weekend, and uh, that took a lot of my time over the past couple of weeks, training and getting ready for it and mentally preparing. And understand that um, riding from Toronto to Niagara Falls is a little over 200 and something kilometers, 214 to be exact. I was I was really, really, I was kind of worried about doing it. And uh, I think what I'm going to do is take a week off I'm going to recharge. I'm going to get my thoughts and episodes together because I do have episodes to put out. It's just that I just I just want to let you know that we're going to take a breather for one week. That's one week. That's not bad for 130 episodes. This episode is Justin Small's episode from over 102 episodes ago. He is a, a songwriter. He plays in Do Make Say Think. He's one of my favorite people on earth. And here he is. A repeat episode. With Justin Small on the Apolog Podcast. Wow, Justin Small, Simon Head. How's it going? Long time no see. Yeah, I know. Um, thanks for having me on your deck, by the way. Well, it, yeah, it needs to be used for something. Yeah. So barbecues is one thing. Yeah. Uh, interview seems like a pretty good. It is. It's a pretty cool spot for it. Yeah. We are. Where are we? West End of Toronto, High Park area. Yeah, Junction. Junction. Did you know that you can hear from this deck? Mm-hmm. When uh, the Molson Amphitheater. Oh wow! Has, yeah. yeah, you can hear sometimes the bands, <laughs> but it only comes with the wind. Yeah. So you'll hear the. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Like, Who's playing? I'm you like, sing along. <laughs> and that stuff like that. Like we're making so much money right now. <laughs> Poor <Yeah>. Sunshine. <laughs> He's like, oh, I think Leopard's playing. Oh, man. No, man. Leopard only plays inside because they have, they have bad suntans and stuff. We heard one time uh, April Wine. Oh, wow. And they weren't playing. Oh, they are uh, playing the CNE. The cons- was- yeah. How long ago was this? Banshell. Banshell was about, well, we moved in here two years ago, three years ago. Okay. So it would have been the summer Two summers ago, they were playing the the band show. I worked for April Wine on one band show show, but I think it was longer than that. Okay. I mean, it had to be almost eight years ago. Okay, that I, or six years ago, because I just started working where I worked, and we did a band show. <laughs> and the 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 drummer is seventy five years old in April Wine. Really? Yeah. He is an old man. Like, was he like the oldest guy in the band back in the day? Yeah, like, he was, he was like the 40. older brother. <laughs> when they broke, he was like 40, like pushing 40. Really? <laughs> Who's the guy that, the one guitar player, I'm not an April Wine um, historian per se. Right. But there was one, uh, the, guy, the one guitar player came back. Not Miles, but the other guy. Okay. The guy who played like on all the original April Wine stuff. Well, he had a, these in-ear monitors and one got stuck in his ear. And he was freaking out. So I took a pair of needle nose pliers <gasps> and stuck it in his ear. <laughs> no way. <laughs> pulled the pulled that earbud right. I was a star. That... During the drum solo. And the drum solo used to be 
You did this during the drum solo. During the drum solo. So you ran up on stage. No, he came backstage because okay. the band shell has that little weird little cubby hole. Yeah. And he ran back. He's like, I got this thing in my ear. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I went and found like pliers and like. Pull- I, I, I know you. Yeah. And I, I'm not sh- I, I think I would have waited to see a doctor. <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, I mean, I trust you. I, I think you would do a pretty. I mean, but a needle nose flyers and my ear during well, a performance. Well, needle nose is the operative word. Yeah. You know, you get in there tight. You, the you job know, gets done. Get it done. You know, like some of the roadies work is job is never, <laughs> never done. Well, it is done most of the time poorly. But, but yeah, most of the. <laughs> It doesn't involve doesn't a, medical, needle, like, a medical procedure. I really thought, like, once I was... Because it was so far in, it was touching his eardrum. Oh, my and God. And I thought, I've really crossed a boundary here. And I could be responsible for a person being deaf in one ear if I do screw this you up. Could, you could deafen a Canadian legend. I told him to stay still. <laughs> could, he, could he hear you? No. <laughs> you have to stay still. <laughs> Man. So I'm trying to think the last time we actually hung out and, and were um, social. It's been so many years. It's been and you so haven't many changed years. a bit. No, come on. I've, no. I got, let's, you know, fatherhood brought this beer. <laughs> well, yeah, beer, I got beer guy. Pe- what are you now, like 142? <laughs> yeah. I used to be 120. Yeah. And now I'm 150. Oh, you I, fat I, pig. I know. I want to you fat slob. Pizza. And do, you know what I had? do you know what I had at 2.30 in the morning last night? Mm-mm. Pizza and beer. I literally had pizza and beer at 2.30 in the morning. And I had pizza two days ago, yeah. but I had it during the day. You're not supposed to eat past 8 o'clock once we get to our age. Justin. Yeah, but you no, know, but after midnight, it starts over again. <laughs> so you can, I never you can, yeah, you can eat pizza at 2.30 in the that morning. I think, no? I think if you fall asleep, you need to metabolize the food. <laughs> yeah. and, and whatever you did, you can't be sitting there digesting. I think. Okay. I'm no nutritionist, like I'm an act doctor. Right. But I'm pretty sure you can't eat food after. I actually had to stop eating pizza for a while because it used to like make me wake up and feel like I was gonna like die choking on something because my throat would open up and it's mm-hmm. just all this horrible stuff would come into my. Yeah. That's a good pod. That's a good pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Is this is that what they call it? This That's is good pod. Good pod. Um, I think actually the last time we saw each other. Well, maybe in passing, mm-hmm. um, uh, but was at your studio on on Ossington and Dundas, and Holy now Ossington, Ossington and Dundas is now yeah like a place in Toronto. Yeah. It's now like where I think your studio is now. Uh, it's a bank. It's an underground <laughs> sex club. <laughs> yeah, for you know for bankers for bankers. I don't know. It's the neighborhood is a totally different neighborhood. Well, what happened to that studio is the gentleman's club above caught on fire and the water damage ruined this is like two literally two weeks i say literal a lot but literally two weeks after i left moved out they had this fire and all the equipment that was in there got destroyed wow and i was missed it by two weeks or maybe a month or something but it was so close that it was like i'm so glad i got out when i did but that was a sketchy shady place upstairs i don't know if you remember the gentleman's club yeah, i think so yeah, yeah. it yeah. was very i remember hearing all this kerfuffle and opened the door to see this guy running out the front door with no shirt and like ten old dudes like chasing after him, like they were gonna kill this guy. <laughs> pretty sick. Pretty cool. They had that. Uh, you had the. Uh, there was a, like a grocery store or something above. Yes. And... Oh, to the to the to the side. Yeah. Oh, to, yeah. And you used to steal water. People did. I didn't. They used to steal bottles of water by the door because the back door of the of the um, 
of the supermarket used to go into the hallway where my studio was. Right. And they put all that the one liter bottles of water there. And for some reason, people would just come and just grab a bottle and go inside. Yeah. Mal Havoc. Not naming Mal, names. Mal, Mal Havoc used to. Not naming lot. names, but it was Trouble Charger. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Norrie yeah. is actually, is it to be safe. Let's um, just not name names. Yeah, it's it was not, not name names. <laughs> it could have been, you know. Um, I'll beef it out later. Trust me. <laughs> what uh, that kittens record got recorded there? I remember that time. Uh, no, I, I I recorded. Oh yes, maybe it did. No, well, no, the, you're talking about the one over at Spadina. I think the kittens recorded there, or maybe they did. If they did, I, I wasn't a part of it. It was part of Sanzo's. Oh, maybe reign of terror. That's right. Maybe I got the was... place through Sanzo because That's Sanzo right. moved out, and moved over to Spadina, and That's then I right. moved. I moved into Ossington and Dundas. And okay. I've never seen my parents so happy moving me out. <laughs> yeah. I, when we moved, there's a smile on my dad's face. I can't even explain. Like he's getting out of the house. I can't believe this. And he's yeah. he's he's an he... entrepreneur. <laughs> I took no, not that. <laughs> I, like the the fact the fact that I had taken off for like a year or two before then. And then came back to live at the house for about a half a year, and then came back, and then moved out. Was that? Oh, yes. He's loud. He's leaving. This is great. You know, he's a man. <laughs> he's a man. He's, he's going to live in a basement <laughs> and, re- and record musicians <laughs> with no money. <laughs> with for no money. I can't believe how many. You know, I'll, I'm not ashamed to say this, but the first day I moved in, I got my own phone. I. Uh, <laughs> I kept checking the answering machine to see if people were calling. Like, who would you think? You know, this is pre-internet, pre-everything, but I'm like, is anybody calling? Anybody want to record? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Open yeah. for business. I'm uh, I hear. I put the ad in the paper. Yeah. Yeah. The Now yeah. Magazine. But I have to tell the story. The very first time I actually ended up owning my own recording console, and you know where I'm going with this, right? I do. I totally and, know. Um, is <laughs> How do you set this up? Well, Justin, how old were you at the time in 1990? What was it? Four? Three? Maybe three. 93. 93. Probably. Well, I'm 41 now, so I would have been about 21. Yeah. Or 20, well, Justin, 18, 19, about that. I went to, basically, I bought this console, and that was the only thing I really had. Everything else I rented. And I had gotten this, somehow met this metal band out in London, Ontario. Devastator. 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 Okay, don't yeah. screw it up. With those unpronounced, you know, like the font. You're like, yeah. who, do you not want me to know what your name of your band is? Yeah. Is this, like, and they had, like, super sexist, crazy misogynist, like, artwork on their T-shirts, <laughs> which I still have one oh, of their no T-shirts, way. by the way. Oh. It goes, I took pictures of it, and, it, and it's a, a coffee, going for a coffee table book of shirts I can't wear anymore. Okay. One of them is the Wesley Willis with the American middle finger flag. Right. Like, Devastators in there. So, anyways, we go over there, and Justin is 110, 20 pounds at this point, but had played in metal bands. Yeah, you domestic violence. Domestic violence. Yeah, and I was in Mal Havoc at the time. You were at yeah, so you were you were sort of into metal, but I think the metal guys sort of took you as some sort of fairy. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. So, so, it could have been the fact that my I was at the time cutting my own hair yeah. in these really weird um yeah it just I don't I didn't like it, kosher dreads is what I had in it if you remember that I kind of yes, had the, little, I do. the side and like tr- they were like kind of wispy sideburns I can't even remember how I managed to talk you into that <laughs> yeah. 
Was there nothing was at the end of the rainbow for you? Well, no, was, <laughs> no listen, you, you know, there's no carrot on no, a string. Okay, so Simon, I don't know how uh, only listeners who know us are going to be listening this far sure, without knowing yeah. what the context of this That's conversation true. is. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it, it is is known now that I record albums yeah. and and uh, do soundtrack work and and work in studios. Um, luckily with people who are better at it than I, but <laughs> you were the first person to, 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 you know, to show me that, like to take, you know, sort of took, took me under your wing and was like, come on, we're going to record this metal band. It's going to be awesome. And we're going to go spend some time with them over a <laughs> Those weekend. Shouldn't go together. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, you know, I was excited because, um, I had been, uh, you know, I had a, you know, one of those placements, that the Ontario government would oh, okay. do, you know, yeah. at a studio, yeah. and I just wasn't feeling it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you offered this, and you had your studio. You know, you yeah. didn't have your studio at the no, time, I had but you some just, gear. Yeah. yeah, you had gear, yeah. and you, you know, asked me if I wanted to come along, and I was one hundred percent into it. <laughs> and, and you know, I was thinking about when you said you wanted to come over and do this. I was thinking about that story. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, walk the path that's lined with, with skulls. Some are looking. <laughs> but do you do you remember? Do you remember? Before you go, okay. I let Mark Kluchnik, Mark Gibson of some of yeah. uh, Trigger Happy, yes. hear that song in the van, <laughs> and I've never seen anybody laugh so entirely hard in their life while we're driving home from some show somewhere. And he was like, "I gotta hear that again." <laughs> we kept playing that line. Oh I can't believe you remembered it. Oh man, is it sitting down there in your cassette player? I wish. Me too. I, I wish. <laughs> um, but I, it, it, the memory is foggy uh, because a lot of time, and, except for that line, except for that line, <laughs> because it is so remarkable. Out of this world. Yeah. Out of this world. Um, that at you know at, at if correct me if i'm wrong but at some point during the recording wasn't there sort of a breakdown within the band yeah yeah and yeah. and and it was like one guy couldn't make, like the bass player couldn't make the sessions because he had to do, go to court for like paternity hearings or some shit like yeah, that. That was their jam like, space too. Yeah, it was, it was in the garage in the back. Yeah, it was Do you remember going over there to pick up his gear? It's sort of He used to be the bass player in not sacrifice but no, they weren't as... No, I mean, they rehearsed in one of the guys from some band's space. Right. Where the guy started professing his, like, when I did all my tunes, I did them, like, in half a day. I did 28 songs, recorded them <laughs> yeah. all at once. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty cool. We don't do things that way anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was such... Remember the sign they put out in their, their, their door? We're we're fucking recording, <laughs> yeah. and it was like with an I N, like the worst spelt, but it was somehow I think it was either handwritten or it was printed. <laughs> Anybody who knocks will get a beaten. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but what I remember, they is... had to go play a show too. Remember halfway through they went and played at the embassy. That's right. They loaded out. And we're like, wait a minute, we recorded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, we got a gig. <laughs> got a gig, and I called him Herb. I called him Herbie. Herbie. Remember, that's like, right. hey, Herb. We, okay, just for everybody knows this, that Justin and I drove for two and a half hours back to Toronto and and sort of did a post mortem of that two day recording session. And I don't think we stopped talking about the experiences. <laughs> yeah. So this is what, 23 years ago? Sure. But we are still remembering things that, like, forever changed how we think. <laughs> I mean, particular, because 
the whole idea, like, I called him Herbie, and his name is Herb. So what he said was, is, it's Herb, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Herb, eh? It's Herb, eh? And remember he, they referred their, their, their girlfriends? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you got mad at them. <laughs> One of them, anyways. Remember you got all... You got all PC there for a bit. Well, because well, it just was too much. Those, well, you know, there's only so much. I mean, and I'm, I'm a metalhead. Yeah, sure. You know, and tried and true metalhead, and there's just only so much bullshit you're gonna take for after a while. Sure. Like just hearing it, yeah. you know. And so but the idea, though, but the idea, of the... but I knew where I was. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, it wasn't pulling any. Like I wasn't pretending like <laughs> that these guys were. You know. Yeah. This. You know. I'm. I'm some art school liberal person who was just like i need to get back to Queens, queen street and no. my you know i knew exactly where i was i knew what these guys were talking you yeah, know but your version of of metal though was mel havoc which was a total hybrid to all types no but of, i you know, know simon i grew up come on man i grew up in ajax you know i it's like i have my fair yeah. share of skids that's like, true you know, scomies scomies yeah yeah so i understood what these guys were talking about but you know what I kind of remember, though, it's a weird feeling from that, was when the bass player couldn't show up or wouldn't show up or didn't for something, and the singer dude, who is like the most kind of misogynistic, like assholey, like alpha bro, who had the ironically the prettiest girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I remember him like genuinely being kind of upset about it, and like that the recording session wasn't going kind of the way he wanted, yeah. and he was. I would I would say emotional. That's like, right. Like this, the, from a guy like that who was yeah. really abrasive and really macho yeah. and whatever. He like was struck struck me as being the most emotional about the state <laughs> of the recording. Of course, like he's writing songs about widow watches. Yeah. <laughs> it told the story about you know when they go out to sea, and then the wife goes up on the widow watch and yeah. looks for the men come home from sea. She goes out on, on the, the window watch. watch. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. We do a whole podcast just on the recording <laughs> session. That was out of this world, and that was the second like actual paying recording gig I ever did. Yeah, the second, the second one. <laughs> yeah. And that sort of you know you sort of change your perspective about you know. I I later ran into those guys at um, the Milwaukee Metal Fest. No shit. And I was on tour with Voivod. Wow. Yeah. And. uh I have to admit, the recording was horrible. It was bad. Like it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, you know, but it was my second recording. Right. I, I know they weren't that good to begin with. <laughs> so, so judging by a horrible drummer, a guy kind of doesn't know what he's doing. You're not going to get Zeppelin Four. Right. You know, you're going to get. I don't get... think you're going for Zeppelin Four. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going for uh, Queen Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the whole idea of kind of knowing what I was doing, I was I was a big faker. Like I faked a lot of that stuff all the way up until like uh, I learned everything I know from you, man. <laughs> you got to kind of like sort of you don't need to necessarily walk the walk, right? But you kind of need a little bit of the talk, but you also have to know that hint that you don't know either of them, right? <laughs> so, so I don't so think something I... goes wrong. They give you a pass and say, right. Oh well, you know. I don't, I don't think had. I don't think Devastator were quite in a position to know whether you were bullshitting or not. It's true. <laughs> I think the they're in the London Hall of Metal Fame. Okay. Yeah, I think they've okay. ent been entered. Okay. Yeah. Do you think they have a website? Do you think they have an yeah, online presence? That would be Probably. amazing. <laughs> online presence. 
<laughs> hearing Devastor in your online presence, they're like, yeah, I know. Woo. what do you call that, oxymoron? Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, we haven't talked about you. Um, the I, reason... <laughs> if anybody's listening yeah. to this point... <laughs> We we got to talk about you because I have things. you have this amazing idea that you're doing you're doing something where you're writing a song per month. No, per week. Per week. Yeah, every week for a full calendar year. You're writing 52 songs. It's a 50, it's Was it Christmas off? Uh, with, no, no. Christmas has bells in it, jingle bells. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna, I'm going to probably do. Well, <laughs> you're just going to get tired like it's fucking Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Go fuck yourself. You know, like well, that. Yeah. Well, uh, Ohad uh, Benchitrit from Do Make Say Think, who I do a lot of the score work with, yeah. uh, it helps me, you know, sort of, he, uh, on Fridays, usually helps me with uh, the mastering of the song. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he gives it the, the big, I'll just send it to him, and he gives yeah. it the big studio touch. Um, he always makes fun of me. He's like, oh, man, I can't wait for week 32 when it's just... <laughs> That's what they call a song yeah, at York yeah, University. Yeah, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what they call. They have a song where a guy just sits at his xylophone for twenty minutes, clink, 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 yes, clink, yes, clink, yes. clink, and that's yeah. a Matt Brubeck thing, and he'll do that for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> that's that's so. Hey, that's, man, that's art. The world is your oyster. Yeah, that's right. Just call it art. Well, you know, I'm lucky in a sense that I mean, and for anybody who's listening that doesn't know me, which is probably not going to be true because it's <laughs> hi, mom, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. know my wife. And, right. Sure, <laughs> yeah. why not? Uh, you never know. You never know. You never. You know. never know. Um, I I I benefit from uh, having for the last twenty years performed in a band called Do Make Say Think, that is instrumental and 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 burrows liberally from experimental music and mm-hmm. and drone music and and so you know I'm not this song a week thing now so to better explain it it's it's basically i i set up a subscription site yeah now the subscription part isn't or the money part isn't really the biggest thing it's more the, the actual concept um yeah it's an amazing concept but, yeah it but, gives ownership to music yeah and basically yeah. what the idea is is that um you know for subscribers only will get a copy of this fully mi- mixed and mastered new composition every week uh with accompanying original artwork that's also high res de- downloadable. That's an amazing. So, yep. Yeah. Also, so I'm it's taking like, that. You know, and and the concept is that it's brand new music, like so no archive stuff, no demo mm-hmm. stuff. So when I deliver, you started writing it on I, Monday. Like I started it's like writing Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah. I see, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I start writing it Monday morning. Yeah. And uh, usually I do the artwork. In a panic Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, well, is it all different types? Is it, what, what's the what's the Usually I try to make it like, like a painting, a painting yeah. but, you know, um, some are photographs. You, you should know, make somewhere. an extra special price for the actual painting. Well, you know what I'm going to do is at the end of the year, I'm going to just have a gallery show of pay what you can for all the artwork. Yeah. And then just donate it all to charity. It's an amazing, so. amazing concept, man. Yeah, like, it's I, fun. How did you, I mean, it's usually people wake up, hit their head and go, I have this great idea, but... <laughs> Did someone else have this idea? Did you steal it? Like no, well, no, but it was presented as a kind of a. I mean, I whatever, man. Columbia House had this idea back sure. in the day. It's like a subscription true. site. You're it's right. not like exactly true. Yes. I didn't invent this stuff, but, but the whole idea of bringing it back and reinventing it—that's the genius part. Well, yeah, I'm I mean, so glad I see. told you that twenty I, years ago. I, <laughs> how to do? Yeah. 
<laughs> told me how to record. Yeah. You know. So you know what you got to do? The internet's going to be huge. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been invented quite yet. yet. The <laughs> army uses wait. it to find people. Yeah. But right. But you wait, man. You wait. You could you could you could do this song a week for a dollar <laughs> in the future. Can you believe this? This is amazing. It's, it's an amazing idea. Wait, let's go in my time machine. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's a red Ford Econoline. Let's get in there. So I mean No, yeah. well no, the idea was floated actually first to us to me, at least through uh, Adam Marvia, a Do Make Say Things band manager, okay. who wanted to kind of, while we were doing our last record, was kind of thought, well, why don't we have a special club? Where band members can, you know, showcase their own art, mm-hmm. you know, for a, you know, a whatever, a yearly price. And sure. we just kind of, you know, it's music and painting, music and, and painting, and what, or and poetry, writing, or yeah, whatever. just whatever yeah. a band member felt like doing. Yeah. Um, but at the time, we were more focused on, on, on the record and then touring. Mm-hmm. And then once that sort of dissipated, you know, the band kind of goes, once we're done our cycle, the band goes off in different directions, like Charles joined leslie feist yeah he's in broken social scene so same with ohad you know they were doing kevin drew solo records so basically what would have ended up being is nobody would do anything yeah. <laughs> or yeah. one one person in the band so the band's would be, essentially know, on hold until well yeah. you know it was just it was just this kind of concept wouldn't float with the band sure and so with the score work stuff i've been you know the biggest part to scoring film is actually coming up with initial ideas and having enough of them because yeah. a lot of the time it's like really it can become fast paced and you need to produce a lot of stuff really quickly. Yeah. So it's I, tough to preemptively say, okay, we're having a car chase scene. Yeah, yeah but it, I have it, five car chase scenes. Exactly, though. But Simon, that's what I was doing. I was <laughs> sitting at home writing music yeah. for film that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And I was just doing you it. You know, that's not just, I, I worked with a guy, Philip Stanger, did the exact same thing. Yeah. He had stuff just oodles of it. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's where the concept kind of came from. I was like, I'm okay. doing it anyhow. Yeah. Why don't I up the game a bit and make this sort of challenge? And and yeah. and the idea was, you know, and so I started actually in February doing a song a week in, since February just to see if I would right. enjoy doing it and want to do it. And so yeah, I I've been doing it since February. I launched the first of this month and I've been doing it every so you did a little like can i actually <clears throat> can i do deliver this? like yeah. would i want to do this as i was building the site and as i was getting it yeah. all together i was yeah. doing it a week and i got a lot of support from friends and yeah. a lot of support from people who were thought it was a great idea and, yeah. and are encouraging it Absolutely. to go along so that's kind of what i'm up to right now so, so the whole website thing you built all that you went wordpress crazy well, I had a friend, Ingrid Paulson, okay. is, is, who is amazing. I was uh, just on Paulson Street. <laughs> wow. Paulson. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, I was just on Paulson Street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't live on that street. And oh, she doesn't does she? Own it. No. Does she, she go to Sound no, Academy? No. no, yeah. no. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. Uh, so she, she designed. She, yeah, she designed it. And I just like, you know, she was a. A saint. I mean, you probably yeah. know this from engineering and, yeah. and doing bands where people just like, I want this. I want a unicorn. Like, I want a fucking unicorn <laughs> riding on a rainbow on top of a dolphin. But only once. But only once. And just, I want you to make my guitar sound like that. Yeah. Why doesn't my guitar sound yeah. like that? You know, so yeah. I was like calling her up going, you know, yeah. that, exactly that. Yeah. And then. You got to get into that stuff. I think you'd be pretty good at that stuff. <laughs> the computer stuff. Well. You record. You might as well build your own website. Well, this was a, a learning experience. Yeah. And um, I I really 
my heart goes out to people who have to code all day long because No man, WordPress is easy. Yeah. Well just I, point and click and Yeah. I did it. You I did. tried. I tried to learn how to do all the code and everything and I realized, wait a minute, there's this thing called WordPress and they've developed the whole thing for you. It, it works on your cell phone, it works on the, any screen size and you just pick your theme and then you can dress it however you want to dress it. And if you want to get tweaky as you want, you can. But that is well. That, the tweaky part came from Ingrid. Yeah. So, and she said, uh, "There's certain back rooms that I'm just not. I shouldn't go into. <laughs> yeah, just don't. They call touch. it the back end. Yeah, don't touch the back end. Yeah, don't go in the back end. <laughs> you know? That's where all the database stuff is. Yeah, I'm not allowed to, <laughs> to do that stuff. But you can write blogs on it and all that stuff. I can and... write blogs, and basically the idea is though, um, I'm only doing. It's only one post that I'm doing, because the music and image disappears at the end of the week. Oh, okay. So it, it's totally like I'm not archiving this stuff until the end of the year. Gotcha. At the end of the year, I'm going to release them all in as uh, as month mixes. So I'm going to mix the month, like all four songs that I do in the month. I'm going to oh. mix it as a month. And I'm just going to throw it up, wherever. you know, wherever. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So that's and, cool. You know, I got some supporters. I got like a hundred paid supporters. That's so an far. amazing <laughs> so, <compli> Yeah. Two. <laughs> two is awesome. Two is awesome. Mom yeah. and dad. Mom. You and don't have the, to do it, Mom. You live in the same house. Yeah, yeah. my wife won't even... Yeah, it's yeah. Like, she's like, I can hear you doing the songs. <laughs> I got it for free. <laughs> I got it for free. Is that 100 people, huh? So far, yeah. Amazing. And I think, uh, you know, my, my idea is that I think it's going to slowly grow. It's like, mm -hmm. the type of music that I make is not... I mean, I'm not writing... Writing, writing songs. Sure. I mean, the second song I put out was a, a ten-minute, disintegrating four-track loop of a violin piece. Yeah. You know, sure. that's not like people aren't just going to go, hey, this guy writes pop songs. I'm not a songwriter. You know, I. I think you should put show songs, like yeah. show vocals on top of it, though. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm sitting no, here no in my living room, disintegrating <laughs> violin. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would actually rather do the the the. David... Send it to me. I'll put words on. Okay, it. David Lee Roth though. I want the. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. Wow! You being all autistic? <laughs> oh wow! Did you put you bow? See, send it my way. You know, we'll split it fifty-fifty. I won. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> I one time had a thought. Okay, so uh, you know being in the circle of music that sure. i enjoy yeah. i remember this band pansonic do you remember them panasonic i don't know they were just like yeah. a, a german like very serious like bleepy bloopy yeah okay. you know noisy kind of thing and i remember seeing them probably shortly after the the devastator <laughs> experience yeah. uh at some gives you balance yeah club in in uh <laughs> on dundas street and you know just dark super loud and two yeah. german dudes in turtleneck no joke turtlenecks and uh, with like one guy played a knob like uh, he just had like this some machine that just had one giant knob on it and he turned it and every time he turned it the entire place the environment that i was in would change dramatically to either painful or, ple <laughs> or pleasurable like yeah, just yeah. like this like it was like lots of yeah, and yeah. lots of yeah. like kind of stuff and at some point, with the aid of uh, a, 
a certain magical jazz cigarette <laughs> that I, I had smoked <laughs> earlier, yeah. I came up with the idea in my mind as I was watching them that this would be even better with a David Lee Roth style dude. <laughs> like just just like yeah. scissor kicking yeah. and going I, I, over I, top of this stuff. I got it up here my eyes are closed <laughs> yeah. and I know I think that would work I, and I just started laughing and I couldn't watch the rest of the show because <laughs> all I could imagine was this David Lee Raw style dude scissor kicking over top of German art noise <laughs> I, I had an acoustic thing that I did solo for like a, a few months and I had an idea of getting this guy um Crap, what was his name? His, I think his name is not Ari, but he was this guy who I recorded, and he was a little portly. I said, while I play, I want you to be dancing behind me <laughs> in a unitard. <laughs> I'm playing these alt-country kind of sun volty kind of songs, but we'll really spice it up. <laughs> it would be you doing <laughs> modern dance. <laughs> Behind, but serious. like right. So no giggles, no laughing. And if people laugh at you, then be upset and like, Walk off stage because you're upset. And I'll stop the song and I'll say, what's going on? What's so funny? That's a good one, right? right? Yeah. That would be a good approach. Did to... you ever do that? No, never no, did. Oh, he man. wouldn't do it. He got so close. As to I came and I was going to do one song. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, come on, let's do it. And he never did. I can't remember his name. His actual his Facebook, his original Spanish fly is his Facebook. So I got to get his real name. I forget his name, but it would be fucking amazing, <laughs> yeah. you know, because everybody would be like, what? This is, this is weird. What's going on? The closest we ever got to doing that is Foursquare was playing in Germany, and we had a merch guy, Danny, who did yoga while, like, while we were playing most of the set. He was in his underwear only doing like yoga, like full on. At the merch table? No, on stage <laughs> while we we're playing. He's doing yoga. I can't remember the club, but it was a place where they'd actually paint the um, banner for you. Okay. I can't remember. You've been there a bunch of times. Stuttgart, I think it was in Stuttgart. Stuttgart, yeah. yeah. Stuttgart. Yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you had a... You, Do Make Say Think is still playing. Well, we're yeah, we're, we're mixing our, our, our new record. Mm -hmm. uh, for 20 years of band, we've been a band 20 years, and we're, we're making a new record. That's an amazing thing. I know. That's a long thing. And in all original people? Same yeah, guys? yeah, yeah. Um, you know, missing one member from the early days, yeah. but uh, yeah. but pretty much the same five guys for the last um, at least, you know, 15, 16 years. That's incredible. So, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Because that doesn't happen. No. And <laughs> we don't hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> and we, like, we enjoy making the music that we do. Now, we're not the hardest working band in show business. I mean, we, you well, know, it was... If you work too hard, people, all the arty folk, would be like, what are they working too hard for? What are they, who are they <laughs> yeah, trying to impress? I know. Are they trying to write a grant? <laughs> Jeez, what is, what is <laughs> this? Are they trying to be like Bon Jovi over there? <laughs> I know. They think they're actually going to make money yeah. doing this if they try harder? God, first of all, the name's too long. <laughs> I, I they would never know. make a million dollars. They'd be like, that was do what? What do, are they called again? I know. <laughs> Indie 88 is not behind us at all. No. <laughs> no. We're not even in, we're, we're too indie for indie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you know, the fix I think was probably an unfortunate. We just named it that and then it stuck and now we're stuck with it. Yeah. Because every time we cross the U.S. border, they're like, "What's your band name?" And we say, "Do make say think," and they go, yeah. they go "Do uh, what is that?" And then we just go, "Have you ever heard of the Eagles?" <laughs> and they go, "Yeah," <laughs> and then we go, "Well, we're Eagles too." There you go. Yeah, we're the Eagles, too. There you go. Yeah, and how did that go over? Did you say it with a straight face? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, you don't you, they tend not to fuck around with the border guards when you're no. trying to cross. cross Unless you're coming you home. And when you're coming home, you sure. can fuck around all <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah. I have one story where I was crossing over to Alexandria Bay, and uh, this is with some 41. Mm-hmm. And they had just had, like, they, they had, I think, didn't quite have the big single, but they had, like, their first EP was out. And we're coming back from New York, and we had just been, they had just been endorsed by Mesa Boogie. So we had in the back, like, eight Mesa Boogie dual rectifier heads <laughs> in, the, in the back Why of Why do they need eight of them? Because like, everybody put their order in, right? right? So everybody had one. Like, it was, they were doing a run. So in, in, normally, you would have to pay tax, on whatever it is, if it's a gift or whatever, you still have to pay the tax on it. And each thing was like three grand, each head. So we're like getting across the border and it's just me. And we didn't do anything to hide it because we thought if they get us, they get us. No big deal. Right. Anything to declare? Nope. Well, you guys a band? Like, yeah. What's the name of your band? Called Sum 41. I heard of you guys. I couldn't name a tune though. (laughs) (laughs) And off we go. Uh, Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Thousands and tens of thousands of dollars worth of stuff, taxable stuff, in the back of the van. I bet you they'd deport Derek, actually, if they found that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Any border crossing guards? Is there a statue of limitations? I, mean, I hope of, so. I hope so. Maybe, up maybe, st- maybe you just like bleep out a bunch of these. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> His name was Greg Norrie from Treble Charger. <laughs> Stole water. Stole water. <laughs> Maybe I, you know, we're gonna put it at about four or five actual bottles of water gone missing. But with with the inflation, studio. that's at least a hundred bucks. That studio, that's a hundred dollars <laughs> that you didn't make. I didn't make that water. I remember we used to show the. <laughs> it came from Portugal. It's Portuguese water. That's yeah. right. You guys travel a lot over in Europe, right? Like do a lot of that. Uh, well, when you do, like you have a do. cycle. I like that term because it means this is the time. Yeah, that we do this. That's what professional bands say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we're a professional band. Yes, <laughs> I know. I'm in my uh, podcasting cycle right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're doing yeah. a podcast tour today. Yeah, I'm on my tour. Yeah, it's my second one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go out to Hamilton. Who's Maybe... who's funnier, Ian Blurton or me? You're way funnier. <laughs> Ian Blurton sucks balls. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, he's smoking in the room, and I can't stand the smell of cigarettes. <laughs> Oh boy! We tried the trash Come talk. Come on, he's he's a rock and roller. I was trying to get him the trash talk, Dave Bedini. But <laughs> <laughs> he would. He's a gentleman. He That's a why. Gentleman. Ian That's right. is a gentleman, he and is he's a not going to fall for your tricks. Yeah. Whereas I, yeah. I don't know Dave Bedini, but I'm, let's take him down. Yeah, take that motherfucker down. Bedini was supposed to do this podcast like 180 <laughs> times. If Bedini agreed to do every time he's going to do the podcast, it would be called the Dave Bedini podcast. He just he's going to talk about hockey. You know that. Hockey and in uh, writing books. Let's pretend that you're Dave Bedini. Wait, you just say nothing. because I'm not on the show. Just say, <laughs> you're Dave Bedini. I'll say, hey, Dave, good to be on the show. <laughs> it's, good. Yeah. it's a good pod. It's good, it's good pod. That's what they call it. Eh? So I think so I heard. Are you? are you... <laughs> Do you go to podcast conventions? Is there like a, <laughs> is there a podcast? Uh, is there like a thing like I now because I'm doing this song a week thing? Maybe that it, it can, maybe I can come with you to the next podcast convention <laughs> that you, you just, go to. Well, see, that's what all podcasts are. They're weekly. Uh, yeah. yeah well, mine is anyways. Uh, no, no conventions yet. Hey, are you doubling up so you can take next week off? 
I'm actually pa- <laughs> I'm panking them all the summer. I want this to go into September. I want okay. to stop thinking about this. I tell you though, like as as a musician and as a, a fellow musician, there's a lot of similarities in the building a podcast. There is to being putting a band together and writing mm-hmm. songs and putting an album out. The trick is you have to do it every week. You know, I do. Not a lot of people do though. Like, right. oh my god, like I built the website. I want to learn how to make a website, and then I did that, and I went, I should do a podcast. Because that's all, it all sort of fits together somehow. And then I went, built the podcast spot and built the thing and then the website. And I went, holy crap, now I actually have to interview people. <laughs> and I didn't even think of it. Like, oh my God, every week, you know. Yeah. And luckily, like luckily, I've, I know enough people that are interesting, you know. <laughs> and it's been doing pretty good. I, I, you know, I've been listening and you're a good interviewer. Thank you. And it's fun. And I like the. Uh, I like thing- the ones like this, though, where we talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you you interview your friends. <laughs> so. That's true. I had a few like uh, Spike Slauson from Me First and the Gimme. I didn't know him as a person. Anyway. Yeah, but that ukulele thing that he did in That's your car funny, was yeah. pretty awesome. It's pretty funny. And you know what? Um, and this is I was going to mention this because we're talking about the type of music that I'm writing and the mm-hmm. type of stuff that I'm doing and and how I can actually get away almost with doing this every week because. Uh, you know the song craft that I'm doing is really open. Like yeah. if I want to do a dub reggae thing one week, I get the chance to do that. Yeah. If I want to do like a black metal song, I can do that. Like I yeah. just I can just wake up Monday morning and invent an idea and and go for it. But yeah. within within my wheelhouse, like I don't want to like it'll, it'll still sound like me. Yeah, I'm not I'm not writing song craft here. Like I'm not yeah. you know. And he did alone naturally. Yeah, uh, on the ukulele. And when you listen, a lot of chords in there. A lot of chords, but yeah. the song itself—that—that's a deep song. That yeah. goes, Gilbert O'Sullivan. Yeah. is the original. Yeah, yeah, and so it—it's it, just like that's a—I mean, that's a deep, deep song, yeah. and that would take way more than a week. Yeah, to craft. You're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like a lot would, of work. The, yeah. the, like that kind of song craft is, is something that I'm not purporting to, to do with my weekly thing yeah. but i mean i you know like i said i'm not slouching and it's not you know no. demos but when i think about like actual actual like somebody asked me the other day he's like they were like you know are you gonna do singing yeah. with your, your you know your that's your simon's week. job <laughs> simon's gonna ruin my music well, really good ideas it. <laughs> it's got to do with show stuff it's gonna be show stuff. Uh, yeah. but at the end of the day you know uh that's something that uh, I am going to do because it's going to yeah. be a challenge and sure. something that I can, you know, but, but, you know, I don't think you said, I think what you're saying though, I don't think you're going to purposely go out of your way to throw people for loops. You know, I think you, you know, you say you could do a black metal, you could do a, a mm-hmm. just a, you banging on a, on your head. <laughs> Here's a song with a spoon. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the idea of the people, you have to have an understanding that there's people, you know, listening and then some people, you know, you have to say, it's a lot of trust for your people that like you to say, here you go. Here's a black metal song. I dare you to like it. I love that. Right. I think that's an amazing thing because you're challenging the listeners to say, check this out. Yeah. This is something that I just did. And for the pure honesty of it, that's the part I really keyed into. I'm like, I love the fact that there's no boundaries. You yeah. Know? And to put art to it. And, you know, because I've had this conversation many times. Like, how do you put an ownership to music? How how do you make someone... Back in the olden days, you had a record. You opened it up, and you take the vinyl out, and you put it on the vinyl player. Yeah. That's <laughs> and then... <laughs> so, a... 
<laughs> a, a record player. That's what square. the old folks say. He's such a square. Yeah. So you pull that out and you own it. It's yours. Now vinyl sort of made a resurgence and that's cool. But I don't like vinyl. I didn't like it back then. It kept And whenever it scratched, it was forever scratched. You couldn't just say, it's okay. I, I'll just get another vinyl and I'll... I'm calling it vinyl on purpose. But I'll just get another record. I'll buy another record, and, and it'll be fixed. But I always have that tick. The only reason I say that is that I bought the second Boston album, mm -hmm. and it on Don't Look Back. No, was it Don't Look Back? Um, no, the first song on the Boston album, um, oh, whatever, it'll come to me. But in the middle, there's a, there's a skip that came from the factory. Right. Like that, it's like in the yeah. manufacturing? Yeah, and every time it would go around, it would skip. I think it was a cigarette burn. It just looked like this weird little artifact. So I couldn't listen to the breakdown of the first song in the second Boston album because it was scratched. But I, for some reason, I wanted it so much. I didn't want to give that album back and get I had no idea in my head that I could just give them the album and get another one back. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. that was mine. That was right. my album. Right. How do we get that back with digital? And I think you're bridging this gap to say, here's some art. Here's some music. It goes together. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, it is close enough for me to go. Oh, okay, I get it. Right. You know. Right. Right. Well, it's a. It's a. The way I've been kind of trying to talk to people about it is is like it's a 52 song solo record, mm -hmm. rolled out over a year in singles. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like a singles format. We're in like, a time we can yeah. do that now. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. do that in the CD days. No. It was too expensive. <laughs> you know? It was stupid too. <laughs> They hold 80 minutes of music on it. Why do you only want to put three and a half? Right. Yeah. Right. But have you ever thought, or they considered writing like the the most indie pop singing song? Like, you know, I have to do stuff sometimes for for film. Sound alikes. Uh, well, or just, you know, we'll be asked to do something for our, for our score work. Yeah. And it's stuff that's a little outside our wheelhouse, yeah. Yeah. Uh, of course. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would like to, but it always seems kind of uh, disin like ingenuous. Yeah, yeah disingenuous. Yeah. It's not like, um, I mean, I could I could write the poppy like the poppiest song in the world, but I'm gonna like at the end of the day panic and throw like screeching guitar feedback <laughs> over the entire thing. Like, yeah. there's gonna be a part of me that's like, I'm gonna be like, this is too nice. Yeah, like it just I can't like yeah. I listen, but I listen to you know when I listen to. You know, even just the other day, listening to Bandwagon Esque by Teenage Fan Club. Yeah, it's perfect record. There's a near, it's a near perfect record. Yeah, it's you know, and I love it, and I love it for the fact that I can't touch that music. It's just yeah. simply not in me. It's simply I not in me you. to do it. Yeah. And just the same as when I listen to to Crescent by John Coltrane. I just you, I love it because I just simply can't play the saxophone yeah. and I don't know how to. You have no and perspective or yeah, idea. I just, I you just, just appreciate. Literally, it. just getting you know it placed upon my soul yeah. as yeah. An, an impression and I'm just yeah. going okay that's yeah. this is brilliant I love this that's, so. me, that's with me with like people who are like artists and even people like stand up comics oh my god you look at those people and go on the outside they make it look so easy but that's the good ones make it look easy yeah. both and you use both mediums yeah. not just stand up or, or art but both you see people do it and you go hmm that'd be kind of fun to try you know I think right. I could do it but Really, it's work. A lot of work, especially with art and things. And, and you have your people have their natural um, talent. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that involved. But the idea of, of being able to do something and people go, oh, I get this out of it and, or whatever, you know, 
it's what you don't get to appreciate all the time because you're constantly judging what music is. You're constantly listening yeah. and judging and, you know, how would you do it? But I, what you're saying is Coltrane is something that's something you would never even consider or it's a completely different generation. And, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's just to me, it's, it's you know, I, I kind of find you get, especially when you're making music, and this is another thing that, that I encounter a lot when now that we're mixing the Do Make Say Think record, mm -hmm. is that you can get haunted by your record collection. Like yeah. you can get completely haunted by it because you go, you know, I want to try something and I want to try this and I want to do this kind of weird mixing yeah. thing. And, you know, you get trapped, you get trapped and then you go, ah, oh, is this too calm? Is this too much like a, Ugh. and then you just, yeah. you know, you start yeah. to kind of second guess things because, yeah. you know, you want it to sound, you know, you want to, you know, halfway through this like nine minute song, you want the middle part to go into like mono style 60s recording right. like you just want to you just do Turn that it just ear, do yeah. it and then you do it and you're like is this stupid <laughs> you know because the yeah. thing that you love about the mono style 60s recording are the yeah. bands that made music in that era yeah. and they sound a certain way because they fucking lived in that era yeah. not because yeah. there's some clever post-rock dude yeah. in canada yeah. in 2015 <laughs> trying to yeah. you know i think because it took you a certain period of time to take it to that direction the faster it takes to get to that direction the more natural it feels, right? Is, is that what I'm? That's what I'm getting from you. Well, yeah, but also at the same time, you just really have to be aware of. You have to do what comes naturally, and you have to be brave about it, and you have to push those buttons. But you also have to be, you know, you can't let your, like I said, your record collection or your 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 own critical thinking. Mm. Uh, derail inspiration. Sure, and it, often it does. Like yeah. I mean, you should, uh, like, you should have a bit of that because completely untethered yeah. makes you Frank Zappa. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like completely untethered, yeah. you know, critical yeah. idea. And yeah. if you're listening and you like Frank Zappa, I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, sorry, but that's yeah. just when I hear Frank Zappa. I like the hits. I just <laughs> I like Joe's Garage and Shiki Booty and the other other weird, <laughs> yeah. weird stuff. <laughs> it's like he went. I want to do jazz and rock, but he didn't blend the two. He actually yeah. did jazz on top of rock. <laughs> yeah, he made a horrible tasting sandwich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like a marmite and jam with, and with pickles and pickle and poop? <laughs> Just poop. Well, I wasn't. And going... my daughter's gonna sing it <laughs> yeah. or eat it in front of you. Oh God! The sun's pretty good though, Dweezil. Yeah. He married up. He, oh, no. He did. He did. Didn't he marry Lisa Loeb? No, he didn't marry Lisa. I, sure. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm a fact check. That's why Kyle Stanley's on board now. He, fa he fact checks all my shit so, and proofreads my fucking posts. Oh, yeah. And then does he, like, does he, can he record his own voice coming in? I wish. Later and go, that would be brilliant. <laughs> Sorry. With like, reverb? Like, it was like a pop, pop up window, like a pop. Actually, oh, that's me that's that. for the blind, right? <laughs> Bing bong. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't Lisa Loeb. <laughs> I think Dweezil did marry up based on his name. He's yeah. something of a fighting chance. Well, well, if you moon unit, God, that's you know what you can tell by one's self-centeredness by the name of their children. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. What's your name of your kid? Rooftop. <laughs> She sound like a colossal blowhard. <laughs> Shoebox. <laughs> I just bunch of I named my child. <laughs> How do you spell that? I can't tell you. <laughs> Bryden. 
with five, with, with five yeah. Ys. Silent Q. It's like, why did you... Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I have a... I, okay, so at this point, lots of people probably, if you just... I don't know if you just post Scary these things. Carry on. Come like, for the ride. Like, no, we got some editing. Um, too, so. okay, only ones make me look smarter, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just edit me shitting on Frank Zappa <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and Dave Benditti. For, Dave Benditti. You know, oh, man. Like, Banned from guy, the internet. That guy yeah, that guy's an asshole. <laughs> Just gonna go to his song a week thing. God, that Simon sounds a... really smart. Yes. Oh, Simon well. interviews only dummies. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me look smarter. Plus, I'm the one editing at the end. <laughs> yeah. So I edit in. So Justin, tell me how much you hate Dave Bedini. Actually, this is fine. I like this. We could fucking sit here all day. I know, but I gotta go. Actually, speaking of my daughter, I gotta go pick her up. I gotta go to Hamilton. Yeah, no, you gotta mix a band. I want to do this again. I think we do this weekly. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you were talking about comedians, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I actually have. Com- I shouldn't be saying this because you're gonna, you know, but I have comedy <laughs> routines. But, uh, but, 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 the only people that know it are are my wife mm-hmm. and the guys in Do Make Say Think who yeah. get treated to it. Yeah. Like mid tour in the yeah. van, yeah, yeah, and it is so outrageously offensive and outrageously like outside of who I am, yeah, that it almost makes sense for me to do it, yeah. But that is an art form that I just I wouldn't be able to master. Like it's the confidence. That's the Neil like, Hamburger you know, part, though. Like, like well, could he. yeah. Yeah, but he's but, the funniest guy on earth. But that's his that's his thing. It's anti-comedy. like comedy. It's it's anti comedy. It's yeah. like our buddy Nick Flanagan. Yeah. You know him? I, I do. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. He kinda does the same thing. Um actually he responded amazingly to a heckle from a friend of ours that we know, Marco Landini. We were talking oh, about him yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Flanagan was doing a stand up routine at Sneaky D's and, and Marco said get off the stage like he, yeah, like, you, yeah, know, yeah, you yeah. suck get off the stage yeah. so he got off the stage and continued his thing <laughs> and so was, you suck you stop like said whatever get off like be done. and so he just lied down yeah <laughs> and put the microphone on the ground like oh like, I love that I know it's good I comedy love routine it. we were trying to do bits on tour we tried to do a bit where I've been practicing tap dancing <laughs> okay didn't work no. well actually you know what it got pulled out pulled out at the dillinger escape plan show we were playing didn't go over well but the whole <laughs> idea was i was gonna say i've been working on my tap dancing and i start tap dancing and the drummer on the snare rim goes and that's all i would do is pretend to tap dance but it would sound like because he would be doing yeah yeah that was a bit that was our, we worked that one out in the van. <laughs> and, the, and the audience of the Dillinger Escape Plan was <laughs> just like staring Voss? at you. <laughs> and, then the, and then so our guitar player decided to pull it out of the bag before we had fully like, you know, honed it in. Right. And it went over like a lead balloon. And then we never did the tap dancing bit ever again. Yeah. Then we did the buy tight pants from Austria and brought them into Munich and like, wore like leopard skin pants. And I've been working on a new look. Congratulations. You know, here's my new look. And it's these tight leopard skin pants they were girls pants though and they were like super just like, make my ass look big you know like showing the crowd it was like opening for the weaker ends. <laughs> that didn't go over so well either no yeah. no you gotta you gotta watch your bits yeah yeah i know <laughs> yeah. it's funny you can't let your bits hang out you can't know the bits figuratively and literally yeah yeah thanks so much man we got to do this like again yeah let's this, do it i again. feel like we absolutely touched on nothing <laughs> And um, well, but we said well, everything. You. Well, you know, you helped me self-promote. 
Yeah, so, man. Oh, yes, okay. definitely. Like, okay, so pitch thank that you. Again. Yes, definitely. Again, I'll, I'll say more about it too, and, and we'll put the website in and where oh, you're going to awesome. go and all that stuff. And like I said, uh, let's do a microphone cheers. Ready? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. And now you know why that was my one of my favorite episodes. One of my favorite episodes, I think, uh, ever. I gotta get Justin back on the show again. Because I think do makes they think just put a new record out or they're putting a new record out or doing something. Anyways, regardless, I am very happy to call Justin my friend. I'm very proud of him to uh, I'm very proud of him because he's 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 toured all over the world in, in bands and he's very humble. He's a good guy. That's it. Can't say enough good things about Justin. So hey everybody, thanks for being patient. Thanks for listening to this episode. I will be back hopefully in my regular scheduled moment, depending on what happens, if everything goes well. I, uh, I still love doing this podcast. I love doing it. Life gets in the way. And uh, as you know, as everybody knows. So everybody will see you next week, whatever it may be. I might just do, uh, I might just do an actual episode on my ride which is just me talking. I don't know. Maybe that'll be fun. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll be boring. Who knows? So anyways, um, maybe if I just compile all my thoughts and make it into something, I can actually uh, turn it into an episode. Whether it be 10 or 20 minutes long, but it will be. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. So everybody, see you next week. Okay, bye-bye. Yeah.